hello it's mighty reds it's the last one of the season i've just sat down in the office and had a big think about the fact the season's over linda can you believe it can you believe that it's happened it's like it's been so long and yet it's gone so quickly i know it feels it feels like we played so many games so i was like so in it and now it's over i just can't I yeah can't we've really literally played it. all of them oh, every single <laughs> i love how tom said we because we feel like we played them as well it's been that it's the, been that much accounts feels like it's played them all as well oh i know honestly tell me about it anyway so you've probably heard a few people here already but we've got grace Maley with us we've got tom whitaker we've got belinda barty and we might have a harrison joining us soon but he he might not we don't know we've messaged him and i'm harriet prior hosting this one so if you haven't listened to season review before the way it works is we'll each talk a little bit about our reflections on the season go back to the start think about where it all started and where it all ended up and have a reflect on how the season will be remembered as well so i'll go to each of you all individually but any questions anyone has after just feel free to jump in but grace we'll come to you first on this because you've told us you've done a bit of prep for your podcast yeah. is it the first time you prep for a podcast it's the first time i prep for a rap one which i probably shouldn't be saying <laughs> no, this right. is just this is just the situation that I find myself in. I like to be quite off the cuff. And today I just feel like I thought I need to do a bit of prep here because a lot's happened this season and we've all been yeah. very sucked into the yeah. journey. So, so we need to just start from the beginning and work our way through. So I'll caveat this by saying this won't be going out till a week after we're recording. But as it stands, it's a day after the parade, two days after the Champions League final. So that's the state of play. This is the mood we're in. If you can sense any any vibes one way or another. For me, the parade felt like a big hug. But Grace, let's take it back to the start with you. Let me let me tell you, let, let you tell us even about the season. Okay, so I just want to start by saying, for me, this has been one of the most successful seasons I've had the joy of watching. Obviously, we're all the younger contributors on the pod, so we all don't have the historical memories that a lot of subscribers have, but we've lived through this season, and it's been absolutely remarkable. Like, the mood at the parade was just completely what I needed in terms of a boost. I think after the Champions League final, we were all quite downbeat. Maybe like the mood before the final definitely like over over overrode overrode. <laughs> what happened during the actual match? And I think we were all absolutely devastated by what happened before the game to the point where I wasn't even that bothered about what happened during the game. Like my mum's been to loads of European finals and she's been treated awfully. And I think during the game, I wasn't really thinking about, well, I wasn't that fussed by the result basically because that's all I was bothered about. But the parade definitely picked it up. And overall, we have had an extremely successful season. So I have picked five key moments from the season that I think define why the season was so successful. So I'm going to start with our first Champions League group game against AC Milan when we won 3-2. Now, as we know, we went on to win every Champions League group game since then, unbeaten. Wow, like that is a remarkable achievement in itself. We know our history with AC Milan. We know that at times we've struggled to beat them in massive games on a big stage. We smashed them. We absolutely smashed them. Henderson scored the winner and it was a momentous moment, I think, because that sparked the mentality that led on to the rest of the season. So that's my first one. Obviously, incredibly successful in the Champions League this season. Let's not let that final tar any of that because... We've, we beat, we won every single group match. Wow. Okay. First one. Okay. My second one is when we drew two all with City at Anfield. Now, you're probably thinking it was a draw. So, why are you 
bringing that into it. But for me, that again showed the unbelievable skill and talent in our players. Salah's goal, wow. I could watch that goal on repeat over and over and over again. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. And it showed us that we were up there competing with the best. Yes, we missed out on the league by one point, but we were right in it until that final day. And how many, no other club can say that they were up there. The gap between us and us and Chelsea was absolutely huge. So even that, like we've competed on a major stage with what they what they call the best in England, whatever. So we, we, we're up there. So even that, you've lost the league by one point. All right, we never won it. But that is a remarkable achievement to even be competing and be up there on that final day of the season. My third one is when we beat Man United at Old Trafford 5-0, which I think everyone will remember for a long time. <laughs> Just to go there to get a result, we know that when you go to United, it's not always easy, like anything can happen in a game when there's a big rivalry. United this season have been absolutely awful, awful like laughably awful and we absolutely turned them over which just completely disgusted all of their fans and we were just on a high for weeks afterwards and that to me was another season to find a moment because it showed us like you know what we're the top of it we're at the top of this game we've got some outstanding players like regardless of an atmosphere regardless of when a crowd's completely against you you can literally turn the game on its head and 5-0. Like, wow, just wow. What an amazing moment. So that was my third one. My fourth one is when we beat Man City in the FA Cup semi-final. Again, City, who claim they're the best in England. But no, we won the two English trophies and you just won the league. So let's not go there. Still got more English trophies than you. Um, Again, season to find them because... We made it to the FA Cup final, which we then went on to win. But also, we beat Man City, when a lot of people probably would have ruled us out. Um, And I think that just shows the quality of the players we've got in our side. And, you know, you have to have the quality, but also everyone works together as a team. Everyone comes together to get these results. Often we've been goals down at the start of a game, and we've come to turn the game around and that to me, again, is a shift for Liverpool because in seasons gone by, we've been at a point where if we were getting beat 2-0 at half-time, we thought, oh, we haven't, we're out of this now. And you could see the dejection amongst the players. But I think for us now, it's completely lifted us to a point where, yeah, we might go goals down, but we know that we can come back and win games. And that is a complete shift for what the Liverpool I've seen in previous seasons. Um, and then my final moment, which isn't a game. So... On the 28th of April, Jürgen Klopp signs his contract extension at Liverpool. Now, for me, Jürgen Klopp defines this season as a person because at the parade, he could have come out and gone, you know what, we lost the Champions League final. He could have had everyone could have been like dejected, upset, annoyed. But what he did was he spoke to those players and he used his positive mental attitude to inspire them all to come out, to give the fans a celebration, which is what we've deserved all season for the way they've performed. And they showed their support to us like we've done to them all season. And that, for me, was incredible. And the way he's just like... Jürgen Klopp just encapsulates what this football club has been for the past season. I think he, he encapsulates, he's going to be Liverpool's figurehead for this decade, I think. When you look at what Shankly does and you look at what Klopp did, he's won them all. And that, for me, when he signed that contract extension, you've, you've signed your allegiance to the club, haven't you? So you're staying with the club for the next three, four years. And that, I think, 
is massive in terms of this season because we need him. We want him to stay. All of us wanted him to stay. And I think now he's left this legacy where going forwards, he will he is the spearhead of this club and he's just done remarkable things. So for me, that legacy and what Klopp's brought to this club is now going to stand us in good stead for seasons going forwards. So yeah, for me, it's been a very successful season. Oh, that was really lovely. Um, it was nice just reflecting on all those moments. I want to ask a question about the the cup run that you mentioned there, that obviously both the FA Cup and the League Cup. In the f- past few seasons under Klopp, it's not really been a main feature. No one's really considered those as, as in you know really important competitions in the way we view the season. But I think being part of it now, it's felt like it's been so enjoyable to watch all these games, to get to the finals, to play at Wembley twice. How much have you personally enjoyed us going so far in both competitions and going on to win them? And do you think it will change how we approach the competitions next season as well? Yeah, I've absolutely loved it. I think when you look back, often managers of big football clubs and clubs in the Premier League don't give competitions like the League Cup and the FA Cup the credit that they actually deserve. And often we've been seen to put like, not play your full strength squad for your cups, but that is literally just because we're firing on all fronts and you can't afford to use your strongest squad in every single game. Um, I have loved it. And I think going forward, it's one of them where we know how much it's meant to us this season to win an FA Cup and a League Cup. And going forward, we will throw everything at it like we have done. And I think other managers of Premier League sides might think the same. Like, look at what Liverpool have done. They've won two domestic cups. They've had a celebration like no other. And... People, people knock it, but that, to me, obviously I know, so from uni, I know people who support teams in like League One, League Two, lower down, non-league. For them, the FA Cup and the League Cup are great money makers for their clubs and also gives them the recognition they deserve. And I often think Premier League managers overlook that and just think, oh, well, we, we're in the Champions League and we're in the the Premier League, we don't need to think about that. Whereas actually, I think going forwards, other clubs might think, you know what, we should throw everything at this because it is still amazing to win a domestic cup in your country. Yeah, definitely. The FA Cup final at Wembley was one of the best days I've experienced genuinely in the last 10 years. It was just the highest of highs. And I think you have to experience the lowest of the lows as well, which the Champions League final did feel like from a lot of different angles. But you mentioned the parade there and I just want to reflect on that quickly because I said before I came on, it felt like a big hug, didn't it? It felt as soon as we got back in Liverpool and you're just surrounded by a sea of red and you feel so at home again after the experiences of Paris and everything that people went through there. It, it feels really significant looking ahead as well because the parade, for me, I was going into it thinking, right, I'll just come and show face. I want to want to welcome them all back. I ended the day and I absolutely loved it. And you know what? I think the players felt the same. I think a lot of them were going into it thinking, oh, I don't know what the turnout's going to be like. I don't really want to do this. I have to do it, but let's just see how it goes. And they ended the day and Jordan Henderson said it's one of the best of his lives. I think that gives them a sense of motivation moving ahead next year to go on and, and win even more. What do you think, Grace? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a massive sense of motivation because you think like we've we've lost the Champions League final and we're having a parade like that. Like, come on, what other city do you know that would do that? It's actually staggering. You saw City's winners parade. There was the streets looked empty. There was hardly anyone there. I was in Manchester that day and there wasn't any traffic. I didn't get stuck in any traffic. Everyone in the city and beyond came out to show their support yesterday. And I think that can only be seen as motivation going forward because you know that everybody in the city is behind you. All right, regardless of Everton fans, but what have they got to celebrate? We were all there in massive numbers. And I think after Paris, it was completely what the players needed, as well as a lot of the fans who've been in Paris, because 
the players you could I was at the parade at the very beginning so when they came out of Mather Avenue Police Club and I walked with that bus from Mather Avenue all the way to Queen's Drive <laughs> like your steps in three and a half k I walked with that bus and it was mad like you're walking alongside Jürgen Klopp Jordan Henderson Trent and they're literally on roads that I use every day and Calvin Harris is DJ and two minutes <laughs> like it's hysterical <laughs> but it was just the best experience and I think they obviously didn't know what what how many fans were going to turn out, but we, I think we all knew that everyone would be there regardless because of what they've given us this season. And once they pulled out of that police club, and you could see all their faces were a bit like, "Wow, like there's actually people here." And Mather Avenue, they never tell you that like that's the start of the parade. So not a lot of people actually go to Mather. It's it started at the maze, but the, even then, it was it was packed. And I think that just shows them like. You can do it. You can go all the way next season. We've literally proved that we can play in every single game and we've lost four matches. That's nothing in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, 100%. And finally, you mentioned Jurgen Klopp there. That that for me is the moment of the season, him signing his new contract because it secures a sense of a sense of success and a sense of good positivity for, for seasons to come because we know how important he is. And I loved his comments yesterday saying, no other club in the world would you see this turn out after we've lost the Champions League final the night before. Is, is that your moment of the season, Jurgen Klopp signing, or have you got another one that you can share with us? No, I think that's that is one hundred percent my moment of the season because I think it's his legacy. It's what he's done for this club. We've had managers in the past where, like you look at Brendan Rodgers and Roy Hodgson, and these managers who come to the club and yeah, they try their best, but they don't get Liverpool as a city as a club. And I think Jurgen Klopp completely does. He encapsulates exactly what Liverpool Football Club should be about. And going forward. Isn't it just so reassuring to know that you've got someone like him leading these boys? Well, for me, it is anyway. I just absolutely love him. And I think he's he's proved that he can win everything. And he just needs to take that now going forward into next season. Yeah. Have you got any questions, Grace? Well, I mean, I'm, I was thinking about it um, yesterday. And I think it's something ties in when you're talking about the parade. But I, I'm, I'm not someone who generally feels like... Um, like a lot of positive emotions on football because it just stresses me out too much. <laughs> but, like, if I do feel something good, it's usually just jubilation or, like, funny or something like that, you know, just having a laugh around the match. But I think yesterday I felt, like, a lot of prize, and I'm just wondering if you've had that, you know what I mean? Like, see the turnout. I, I weren't nearly thinking about it, but then when you see it, the, the, the something in you, you know, you fill up, you know, fill up with a bit of prize. And I was just wondering if you definitely had that being there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I felt exactly the same. Like, I... We didn't go into town because I just thought town will be heaving anyway and getting home is often an issue. But I just wanted to make sure that I came out to see those boys. And for me, it was a brilliant day. It was it was just, everyone was just in complete, like, party mode. People weren't even bothered about the night before. Everyone was just thinking, you know what, we're in an amazing position and we've come this far and we should celebrate them. Like, they've put every single ounce into this season and we need to make sure that we commend them for that. And it does make you proud. It makes you proud of your city, but it also makes you proud of the players because they've done so much for us and seeing those pictures from the strand yesterday I had absolute goosebumps because I was just like wow like can you actually believe that this is where we live it's like on another level yeah even like seeing the, the way the players react that makes it even like you know that makes it happy even in a way it's just you know it's great to see them like react so positively to it 
my mum got a wave and a laugh off Andy Robertson and that completed Les Maley's day. So what can you say? It's made her life, hasn't it? Not just it has really made her life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They did look they did look absolutely made up and I love that they were all dancing by the end of it. Belinda, have you got any questions for Grace? No, I just I was just saying like you were talking about pride, but I think it felt like defiant as well in a weird yeah. kind of way, like from the fans and then from the players like who got on board with it, just to lose and then to come out and the way you guys did was just like it was a bit emotional. Like obviously I was at home and I was just watching on the thing and I was like, This is just incredible. Like I think I think they said after it was about five hundred thousand people. Like that's just that's in- insane. Like I'm not buying that. I think there was more. I really you reckon? There was more. I think there must have yeah. been. And you just think, don't you like this is what a football team does to a city and isn't that insane? Like how is that even it's yeah. just staggering, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. We'll we'll end then on your your final questions. I want a player of the season from you, Grace. You've got you've got the short straw. Tom and Belinda have a bit more time to think about it now. Um, oh God, hard question. There's been so many. They're all so. Bad. <laughs> I'm going to go Sadio Mane. I think if he's leaving us this at the end of this season, I'll be quite sad. And. Um, you just know when you've got him in your side that you're probably going to get a goal out of him. And he's just magical with the football. So I'm going to go Sadio Mane this season. Great. We've had your favourite moment. So finally, your favourite game. Oh, um, my favourite game was when we beat Man United 5-0. Just because... I, how often does that happen? It's just so rare. And for this season to beat United 5-0 at Old Trafford wow like that does never happen so we just need to make the most of these times when United are awful and we're amazing <laughs> yeah long may it continue thank you Grace we'll come to you next Belinda talk us through your season review yeah so I think I think just going into the season uh it's one of the first times on the clock I think we've had a a really deep squad and I mean that in the sense of we have we've had probably more players this season than Klopp would have wanted in some areas of the pitch like going into it with the you know the three OG attackers and then plus Jota and then plus Origi and Minamino and then later in the season Luis Diaz I think that that was a real key to how we did so well in the Cups this year because we could rely on on the depth uh, in a tremendous way. And then same in midfield with with Cater, Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho, and then Jones, Elliot, Ox. I'm probably even missing people there. Same with the centre-backs. Having four elite centre-backs at the club this year was was insane. And just a note, I can say it now, I didn't want to say it all season, but to have Joel Matip fit the whole season... I know, like, no one's yeah. wanted to curse it, have they? Yeah, we can say it now. Like That that was insane for... for medical. Literally, literally. And again, I think I think that was helped by having Canate and just having the two to rotate between. So... Yeah, just squad. Oh, and then even in the cups, like relying on Kelleher in a champ uh, in a league cup final, and he scores the winning penalty. That was just the epitome of it all of our squad depth this season. So, I think going into it, we we did set ourselves up for for what could be a successful season on all four fronts. And yeah, like to to then have that success in terms of. I guess if you the way you could look at it is we came first in the FA Cup, first in the League Cup, second in the league, and second in the Champions League. Again, it's you, you know people don't like to celebrate coming second, but that's still phenomenal to 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 go as far as we did and and as finish as high as we did. I actually got that from um, uh, Alison's wife just done a post and it was quite long and I, she, I translated it from Portuguese, but it was one of the bits and it's like you don't people don't like to celebrate second, but 
it's still, and I think to hear that from the player's wife just shows like, the shift that they've put in and what they've had to go through this season and, and how proud they must feel of, of their family member. Uh, but yeah, no, going back to the start of the season, I was just, I was just checking this. We 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 went the first five games to so the first month of the season, keeping four clean sheets, and we won the games three nil, two nil, three nil, and three nil. And bar the one one draw with uh, Chelsea in the middle there, that was a great way to start the season. Like, don't get me wrong, we didn't play, we didn't beat any teams who were particularly fighting for anything in the end. But to start that season the way we did just showed uh, how how quick we were gonna uh, just set out from the gate and I think especially if you remember some of the predictions some people outside of Liverpool were making about where Liverpool were going to finish this season and what they were going to do and how Van Dijk was going to be that was the perfect way to kind of do it um I think we then had a period you know in that first half of the season when we got you know a few too many draws and whatnot but then the winter for me was defining for us because we did drop points in the league but we signed Luis Diaz we then had that incredible, and it might even be my game of the season, game against uh, Leicester in the League Cup. And I think that was actually a defining victory for our season because, in my opinion, that game really changed how we saw the Cup. Because, the first of all, the game was just phenomenally enjoyable. Uh, even though we were behind, I think, twice or we went 2-0 down, the crowd was just fantastic. And it always felt like if we could get that one goal as soon as we got the second one and made it 3-2, we were going to get the third. Like, I'm convinced that Minamina's equaliser, that ball could have fallen to anybody in red in the box and they would have put it in. Like, it would have gone in because that's just what Liverpool do. And that's just... It was a real, like, turning moment because we had that amazing victory. And then we drew Arsenal and it's like, OK, we can, we can beat Arsenal over two legs. And then we get to the final and it was like, OK, we should be able to beat Chelsea. When it got to the last four and it was us, Chelsea... Arsenal and I can't remember who Chelsea played but I don't think it was City because City were knocked out earlier it really Spurs. felt like Spurs it really felt like Liverpool are the best team of the last four here we should get our first silver under the season and that Leicester victory was was for me like a turning point and then um I think what else I, I made a note of something else happened in, in the winter I think we dropped points in the league but like I said having that cup that cup victories were were kind of keeping the season on its back in, in my opinion, because it meant you were still going for something. Uh, and then, oh, and AFCON as well. So getting to the end of January, yeah. for me, was like, if we're still in the title race by the end of January, that's that we're serious then. And we'll, we'll still be in it by the end of May. And we did it. We got through those two victory or two league games with victories without Salah and Mane. And it was like, all right, we're, we're still going to be in this. Um, and then the 2022 that this team put out, like the performances week in week out i do feel a bit shame that you know they didn't get that, that that second half of the season rewarded one of the big two but like i said like the because just because of the levels they reach but like i said to, to still get the two trophies under the belt and particularly to have that celebration yesterday was just perfect for me like there was a lot of talk on social media this week about oh Liverpool losing the league Liverpool losing the Champions League Liverpool losing Mane Liverpool losing Origi it's their worst week and I kept thinking all week it's it's not the worst week it's like if we go and win the Champions League it, it will be one of the best weeks because we would have done a cup treble it's not the worst week and then then that disappointment after the Champions League it was kind of I think everybody like Grace already said was a bit like oh I don't know how tomorrow's gonna go like hopefully it'll be good but the two things I think you get from the parade were one, the just the overwhelming gratitude, I think, from the fans to the players, like, thank you for this year. For the players to then have that and be like, okay, like, 
this is what happens when we lose. Imagine if we win. Like, what could happen? I think for the players who joined after 2019, they were all at the front of the bus, sort of Simicas, Jota, yeah. uh, Canate, Thiago. I think I'm missing someone. But they were all at the front with the cups. And I feel like that might have been a conscious thing of put them at the front, let them enjoy this. And then they know now what can happen. So if they come and win next year, you know, what the reception will be like. And then I think having that big event as well means you can draw a line under the season now for the players. They don't have to spend the whole summer dwelling on, oh, what could have been, oh, and disappointment. And I mean, there might be a bit of that, of course there might be, but you get that big event, you can end it now and you can say, that's the season done. We did everything we could. We rest now and we'll come back for pre-season and we'll go again and uh, yeah. Perfect way to end it. Like, what, what everybody's saying was a horrible week. I think it was the perfect way to end it. Oh, that was lovely. You talked us through some really key moments there and some that I'd even forgotten about that Leicester game that, that sort of passed us by but with all the games that we've had. But that, like you said, was incredible. I want to touch on the signing of Diaz though because I I think that was a moment where we thought okay, we can really sense as fans the uplift in the club and this and the, the the mood in the fan base changed almost overnight. It was instant. As soon as we signed Diaz, everything felt different. How key was he to the success in the last half of the season and how exciting is that looking forward a full season of Diaz as well? I, I think it was so key. I think he he brought something to the front three that we might not have had. It is he always I always compare him to sort of early Sadio Mane in the sense he's got that skill, he's got that trickery. He will take a man on one v one and he'll beat him. Um and he added that because I think I think Mane just slightly lost that in, in the last two seasons, which is a shame. But what the signing of Diaz meant was Mane refound himself in the middle, went through that sort of false nine role. Having Diaz on the left, Salah on the right and then Mane just found the best form he's had in the last two years was was perfect and there was there were so many games towards the end of the season where we where we maybe went one one behind too early and we needed to score two to win and Diaz was key like the Champions League I think he got the Benfica away a goal which which felt like it didn't end the tie of course but it, it ended that game and it was like hey we've got the two goal cushion back um Villarreal he scores the, the the header as well I think it is so yeah he was he was so key and you know it's a credit to him that he managed to settle in as well as he did because I don't I don't know how easy that is I think it's easy in the sense that if you're a Liverpool striker coming into the front three the fans are going to back you because you're exciting and as long as you give everything the fans will will you to to be a success um so you see it with someone like Origi like the more he's supported in a way the more he's motivated to come on and just score a winner because because he can do it so yeah I think it's easy in that sense but like I said credit to him because he could have easily, the Premier League could have been too fast for him, too hard for him. And I think the Carabao Cup final actually from him was was the thing where it's like, okay, he's a guy, he, he's played the game here, not the occasion, and he, and he, he rose to it. And what a first half of the season to win two trophies and to have experienced some of the things that he's experienced already. It's it's ridiculous. He's, just, he's won his, He won the Portuguese league as well. Yeah, technically. Yeah. So three, three He's won the treble, even if people yeah. didn't. I want to just touch as well on on rotation because one of the real standout things for me this season, when you think about Jurgen Klopp, is how he's managed to keep every single squad player satisfied, every single squad player motivated to the extent that they get dropped in for games. And that Southampton one in the league is one of the key ones for me. And you can't even tell that much of a drop off. They all look match ready. They all look fit and they all look like they want to win every single time they're on the pitch. But to keep that going when you're coming in for maybe one appearance every five games, it's really difficult. And Klopp's absolutely nailed it this year, hasn't he? 
Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's, it's we're talking about like arguably the best manager in the world here. So it's hard to it's hard to find find too many flaws in him because it's like he's the perfect man manager as well. And uh, like I, I think I think our squad will be um, will be less next year in the sense that a few guys like Ox and you know Rigi we know is going, maybe Minamino, maybe a couple of midfielders, well maybe Milner. Like these guys might move on and whatnot, and so. I think Klopp prefers to have a small squad because it's just easier. But yeah, credit to Klopp as well. He's had that challenge this year of, of as you say, balancing balancing everyone's minutes. And yeah, it's been perfect. I think as well, I keep going back to Rigi, but there was even, I think it's an AC Milan away game, AC Milan away game where Rigi starts. And I think he gets, it's either the assist for Salah's goal or it's an assist for another goal. And it's just like, well, you've just thrown him into the Champions League group stage there and he's still prov- providing. It's not just the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup. Like it's, it really is been, and like you said, in the Southampton game, he it really is all fronts. Um, against AC Milan at home as well. I think it was the Salah goal at Anfield. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I meant home. Yeah, yeah. He them brilliantly. Exactly. So, Which, and I think that's something about Rigi. He came on a lot this year. Whereas I think in the past he had a stigma of he's just a good finisher. This year he was doing a lot of running, a lot of passing, a lot of tackling, yeah. which is something you, you'd never associated with him. Yeah, yeah. I, and Belinda, you can talk about Rigi all you want because you won't get a chance to next year. <laughs> I'm really sorry to say. So you you go all out on your Rigi chat. Orders. Yeah, final yeah. orders. No, it's just yeah. What a, what a guy. What what a season to to end it the way he did. You got the Wolves winner as well, so it was a nice to have one one last big Rigi goal as well. Um, but yeah, just what a guy. What I think as well, like uh, everyone sort of from the city was mentioned as well. What he does for the city and for the for the kids at the uni and stuff like it's just great. He's just a great guy. I'm happy for him now. He's gonna live his best life in Milan, doing part time fashion, part time football. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, his best life is what we all want to see, isn't it? Tom, yeah. have you got any questions for Belinda? Well, um, I, I'm interested because for me, this, this season's been really good just sort of following the pill, but I know you don't live on the pill, do you? So what is that like, you know, just out, out of interest, really? No, I mean, it was, it's been good. Like, I think at times it, it feels long because there's a lot, there was a lot of games and obviously I don't go in week in, week out. So sometimes you just watch on the TV, but it, from a personal note, I started work this year as well, working in, in, in sport tv so i'm working a lot of the times liverpool play and it's for me it's like at the fa cup uh semi-final against city i was in birmingham watching netball doing stats and i had an ipad up with the game and i'd missed the first two goals <laughs> and so yeah I, I did miss a few bits this season but then at the same time i was i was had a week where i was at liverpool for for the Man United game and then the Everton game three days, like four days later. And it was just incredible to have those opportunities. And yeah, it's feeling good. And like I said, I think it's easy for, if you if you don't live in the city, I think it's easy to feel down after the Champions League final and to stay down. Um, because like I said, we don't, we don't live in it. We don't, we're not immersed in it. But like I said, to watch the, the the parade yesterday, I was, I was dragged back in and I was like, yeah, that's it. We go again next year. And like I said, I, I feel, I felt a, a sense of pride for, for the fans and I wasn't even there. <laughs> like, so it was, it was really, really special. Yeah. And we love having you to come and visit us whenever you're here as well. Grace, have you got any question for Belinda? Well, the only thing that parade was missing was Belinda really. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, so you mentioned January and how, if we would have got through AFCON, Obviously, we would have still been in the title race. Did you doubt at the start of January that we might not get there? 
potentially because of the form Salah was in, I think. Like, his the first half of the season he put, put in was just insane. And at times it felt like there were games where he was carrying our attack and Mane was struggling and whatnot. But I think Ox was, was a revolution in those two games. I think he played the two games, got two goals. So, like I said, and again, that comes back down to the squad depth and Klopp managing the minutes and throwing players in and then performing. So... Yeah, I think I probably did doubt it a little bit, but yeah, credit to them. They they proved proved me wrong as per. Well, that's another thing, isn't it? Like you mentioned Ox, and I think it's easy to forget what he's done this season in terms of he's not made that many appearances, but when mm-hmm. he has, it really matters. And I think that's what's so important about January was that we did make it through when actually we were still in with a shout of the league at the end of January, which was just, an, again, another amazing achievement. Yeah, 100%. So, Belinda, your player of the season, please. I think, I think, um, I think Salah had the highest sort of peak that anyone reached in the season, and he was at times the best player in the world. But I'm going to go for the player for me who was top one in his position for the whole season, and that was Allison. Because, don't get me wrong, I think he's had seasons at Liverpool where he's been as important, like his first season. But I think for for how much we were relying on him this season, he was still turning over the same sort of success rate. And I, there were so many games where we were either just nil-nil or one-nil, or it was like a one-goal deficit. And he had to pull off a big 1v1 to keep us either leading or not losing. So, yeah, I think it was Alisson. I think, again, it was good to have a season of his way. I think he, I think he stayed fit the whole season. I think he's 19-20 uh, in twenty twenty one. He had a few spells where he picked up like muscle strains and stuff. But again, another season where he was fit throughout. And yeah, I think it's Allison. I think it is a shame that the final was lost the way it was, where Courtois got man of the match. Because if it was played the other way, I think Allison puts can put in that exact same performance. If they're peppering our goal, Allison can can save us. But um, yeah, nonetheless, I'm I'm going to go with Allison because I think consistently this season he's been uh, asked to do a lot and he's done a lot. Yeah, incredible player. Your favourite moment of the season? The thing is, I think it's easy to say the 5 0 or Trafford as well, to be fair, but I'll go with the, the FA Cup final because um, it was my first Cup final I've been to and I just felt very lucky to be there, first of all. And then to win it on penalties was scary and stressful, <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that moment will like never go now that I was able to experience that. So, yeah, very special. Great. And that's your favourite game as well, I'm guessing. You've wrapped them there you wrap the two up in one. Or have you got another one? She looks like she wants to say something else. There were so many good games. Know, there, <laughs> there were so many. There was so many to talk about. Well we'll we'll move on to Tom then to talk us through the season and your eyes. Um my eyes, God. Um well <laughs> I'm it's weird because I, I I've been brought up by a certain set of the pool fans who who were from like the seventies and eighties and They've been to Europe, my dad's been to Istanbul, a lot of our uncles have been to Rome in 77, all this. And, uh, but they never treated it as, as like a religion, if you like, you know what I mean? It was always more like, um, it was like a social event football. You go out with your mates and you have a laugh and then you support Liverpool. That was always it. And and I don't think I'd ever really had that in its purest form because you were struggling to get tickets in the past years and, and, and Liverpool weren't as good. So sometimes you just go, oh, you know, I just want to go home sort of thing. But uh, this year, there's been so many games and it's been so good. And you've been getting, well, first time in my life I've, I've been to every home game at Anfield, which, you know, brilliant. I've, I've, I've done my first two away games this season ever. And then I've been to all finals, managed that. 
don't know how I've done it, but I have because uh, you know two years ago I just weren't even getting in the ground, and and I th- and you know so I, I do notice like and take notice of um, the football football and culture, the fan culture of Liverpool, and and I know the stories I've been told the stories I've looked up the stories from back in the day, and, and I think this this year more than anything was a, a, a return to form to that from what I can tell because. Um, not just in the fact that we were allowed back into the stadiums. There was a, an 18 month, two year period where you're watching the, 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 the match in, in your house and it was, it was rubbish. I, I, to be honest, last season, I just didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. There was no joy in watching football. It was just, oh, the poor playing, for Christ's sake, you know what I mean? You, you'd rather just be, you know, just chilling out, but instead you were getting stressed about a game of football. You could, <laughs> no one could even attend. So, the, the game back at Burnley at Anfield, it didn't, it, it sort of felt big, but then as soon as you were in there, it was just you were back. And it was like, that, that, that it weren't massive, it weren't this big, like emotional moment. It was just, is right, you know what I mean? You were just made up, really. And then the next week against Chelsea, that was just completely subsided for me. It was just like, we're back into this now. This is, the, the footy's back and I'm made up and, and let's just, you know, enjoy it. And, and it was that. And, but I think the, everything changes with the way the the, the season as the went as the season went on really because I think at the start of the year I think everything was quite slow I think everything was a slow burner we were scoring lots of goals but the, but there was Chelsea and City everyone thought everyone forgets about this Chelsea was supposed to be runaway leaders at one point you know what I mean anyone with half a football like you could tell you weren't going to happen but there was a, a a general sort of like you know, understanding that that might happen amongst like the general public, but it was a bit, it was, I thought, yeah. But, um, yeah, for me, when you start getting to like October, the season really started picking up because we, we've had a few disappointing games against Chelsea and um, Brighton, but when we beat Man United, I remember that weekend because the day before, Everton had just been B5-2 by Wofford at Goodison Park. Now, I, I, I'll really admit that I'm a bit of that. I, I, Your I, game of the season, that was it. Oh, I sometimes enjoy an Everton <laughs> loss more than a Liverpool win. I'll, I'll freely admit it. But and, and hearing them get done in like that, I was just ecstatic. And I was on the bus going into towns for a, a meal. And, and I was full of Evertonians. And it was just brilliant because they're all miserable. And But then the next day, you know, if you think that can't get any better, you're like, well, because I, I've... God, the amount of times you've seen good Liverpool teams and even bad ones play well at Old Trafford and get beat or, you know, not get a result they deserve, deserve you go, oh, I can't be bothered really, but I was thinking at least Everton are being battered, so that's me done for the weekend. <laughs> but then <laughs> Liverpool just strolls up and it was like 4-0 at half time, was it? My head was just like, uh, you know, when you just can't take something in, you're like, what's going on? <laughs> and I think that's how I, exp- I can only explain that game. That after we get the fifth and uh, Pogba gets sent off because he's in our bed, it was just like <laughs> you were just you were just sat there, chest. There was nothing else to it. You were just like, is it right? <laughs> you, you, I couldn't explain it because I, I was in the house for it, you know. And um, it, it was just like it really was that good. And then you know, um, and then the season sort of. I think it was a bit stop and start after that, but like in between, I got a good few memories, and I know when to the Norwich away in the League Cup. That was my first ever um, away game with following Liverpool in a professional game to be in all friendlies and all that. But like that to me, that was really good because I was with me dad, I was with me, 
um, I was I was with me best mate and and like you know, we drove down. We 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 made a, a, a night of it as well because we stayed over and we just had a laugh and 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 that to me when I when I was a kid growing up, thinking about following Liverpool, that's all I ever wanted. I weren't about giving it the big one, get in the game, sing your heart out. It was just like have a laugh with your mates mm-hmm. and then you'll and then you'll give give it in the match. You know what I mean? If you wound up, you, you you'll just go out. You know, you're more likely not to enjoy it, but. For me, I enjoyed the experience of following Liverpool and then I enjoyed the game more. That's how I sort of view it. And you say, you know, great memories like on the canal going through Norwich. We were just all sat there with loads of Liverpool fans having a laugh. And then, then um, yeah, there, there was just plenty of that all, all season, nearly. And I think that's how I can sum it up. It was just a laugh because in between, when I was saying it was a bit stop and start, because I remember games like West Ham and... And there was another dodgy Leicester after Boxing Day. For all those dodgy results and you're getting mad, you, you, there was always games like the Arsenal 4-0 where you, you go, it's right, we've just battled back up again. Yeah, back to the good team there. And then, you know, you were going out with your mates or for me, my dad's most of the time and you were having a laugh. And that to me is what it's all about. And I was sort of living that dream. And then, you know, I, I, when, it, when it's January... I weren't even really thinking about the league because we'd had the league cup quarterfinal like Belinda was on a boat and I was at the back of the cup that day and it was Chris, it was two days before Christmas and I think I'd just um, like left work for Christmas and I was just a bit tired more than anything because, you know, I was a bit, I'd been busy and then... We're working him too hard, what are you saying? Yeah? <laughs> I, I, you said they're not me. <laughs> but what's it called? No, I, I was just a bit fed up, you know, just wanted to go to sleep and I was cold out and all that, I remember, and I owned a dress for the game, I only had like a, a small trackie on, and I was freezing going up the match, I remember it, and then I got in and I say I was dithering, and Liverpool was 2-0 down at half time, was it 3-1, whatever it was, I remember just fuming, I was just like, oh, I might walk out here, you know, I'm just, <laughs> here I am, friggin' some flaz, you know, Getting chilled down to the bone, but then you get out, get back up, you have a drink, and then you you sort of excited for it all of a sudden, and then and then then it happens, and, and you know what, Belinda, you when you were saying about you knew that the goal was coming, I, I honest to God, I was thinking that when it was three <laughs> two, I, I was looking at the Leicester place because I, I can't remember what what it was. It was a, there was an attack. We never even scored off it. I don't I don't even know if we got a corner. Off, I can't remember. But uh, the Leicester players were backtracking. They must have been about the 78th minute. It was like 3 2 or something like that. And in my head, I went, We're winning this. Like just at that moment, we're winning. And like when it went in, you were bril- it was brilliant jumping over, but I weren't surprised. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was coming. Inevitable. Yeah, you could sense it. It was brilliant. And then, um, yeah. So it was sort of on a similar part to me this season. It was just all a bit up, down, up, down, up, down. But then uh, after the Chelsea game, it's the FA Cup starts. And FA Cup, yeah, there was the, it was Shrewsbury and uh, Cardiff. They were both early kickoffs, weren't they? They were as getting to them. Like I'm, I'm saying this, I live, I live five minutes away from the ground, and I'm saying it's hard to get up for a twelve o'clock kickoff. It was so difficult. Had to wake, <laughs> had to wake up at to 10, be fair, 10 a.m. To be fair, I did actually nearly miss the Cardiff game because I woke up at about half eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but like, um, yeah. The, I'm trying to even remember afterwards now. So what happened then? It was yeah. Then we picked up form in the league because City were over. And I think Klopp even says everything. Everyone, uh, uh, us and Chelsea. It was at the time. 
Chelsea at the time, people forget what the closest challenges, and they were writ off, we were writ off. And then Liverpool, I think, and I think even the fans said, got nothing to lose, let's have it. And they made a good account of themselves really because we took it to the final day and in the end it was only one point that separated us. And I think if you look at the Wolves game, I, I, you could use Tottenham as an example, but, uh, you know, we won Wolves. It was, it, I think they looked knackered Liverpool at the end of the season. I think the Southampton game was so good. I think one of the best performances we've had run on the season was Southampton away. And it was because there was a lot of fresh legs, I thought. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily because I think the, you know, better players or anything on the pitch. Well, I mean, they're all great, but you know what I mean? It's because I think they just, they all had a bit of bar. Them, them, all them players want to win. They're not, none of them are disenchanted with this season or, or Jürgen Klopp or Liverpool. They all wanted to win and they had the fresh legs. And after getting used to each other for about half an hour in that game, they blitzed Southampton and it should have been more than 2-1. And I think that, you know, when you talk about squad depth this season, I think that, that, that to me, that game, it weren't the league cup runs or ever. It was that game that really impressed me. It was just, they, they, they stood up for themselves more than anything. And I, I really enjoyed that. But like, um, no, I think once we started getting into Europe again and all that, you, you started hearing the stories, you know, people going away. And then you, you start seeing all like the football culture, what I was on about from back in the, back in the day, that coming back. Like, I, you always see pictures of people in bobble hats and all that. You know, we were picking up bobble hats all season. Like, and you was like, you know, you're hearing people, you know, you know, going to the match and all this and that, and everyone's having a laugh, and you know, you're in pubs and and every and, and for me, I'm 18 now, so I can do all that well, legally. So, and and it's just like <laughs> it, when you you see it and and, and you sort of confident enough to be a part of it now, say, because my age, it it, it it is great, and and I think that's why I've enjoyed the season so much for me because it was new, it felt new. Yeah. Where it is, it, it, weirdly enough, I I always say my favourite season was seventeen, eighteen, not not the year when you European Cup or, or um the league is because it's like it was new. I'd never, I, I'm not old enough to remember oh five or oh seven, and and you know I remember Basel. Basel was really good, but I never did, I never went to any of the games that year. So, but like yeah, when you look at like seventeen, eighteen for me was so brilliant. Like City away, City at home, Roma away. All them stories are so good to me. And to, this year I got that sense again of like, we're competing on all fronts, we're going for a role. You know, you, you've got old people, you know, telling you about like 84 and, and, and then- Old people, <laughs> the poor old people. Yeah, so I, I was gonna say older, but you know, it's an extra syllable. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, you, you, you sat there and, and like, you, you're playing like Arsenal in semi-finals at Anfield in the League Cup, and the, and that's brilliant because Arsenal are like old rivals of Liverpool. I know they're probably the sounds that out of the London fans, and you can they're easier to get on with. But like, you know, it's a big game, Liverpool versus Arsenal. Brenda's not sure about that. <laughs> well, fair enough, maybe. But my dad remembers '89, and and he hates them for it. But like. It, you know, there's all that, and like I, I remember all that feeling. That was brilliant for me. And Diaz, I, I, I don't know where this came from, but me and my mates we all say he runs like Maradona. Like you know, because like someone must have just put like the, the the Maradona goal against England next to him, and we went, he's brilliant. And like all of us just like on that point, we just went, oh, he's 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 he is you know the, the dogs wangers. So we were just like made up with him, and like. Yeah, and then when you say, I, you know, 
when you when I got found out I was going to the Carabao Cup final, I was like, this is this is the biggest thing ever to me. You know what I mean? Like you go into Wembley. I, I I'd only ever been to Wembley once before, and I never even got in. So <laughs> it was like. This is such an alternative season review, by the way. I'm into it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I bring the speci- speciality to the table, don't I? <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, you know, you you you're made up. You go into Wembley, and then when you're there and you're in, I, I, honest to God, I'm not one of those people. I'm I'm not starstruck by like football stories. Like you know, when people you when people tell you about like. Oh, I remember my first game and walking up the steps and all that. I don't get that. That's not for me. I don't, I don't cry at football or anything. Like, I know people who like, when won the European Cup a few years back, they were in tears. I was made up. I was, I was screaming with ball and laughing all this, but I wasn't, you know, I don't get that sort of emotion out of it, you know, like the, wow, I've only had it once or twice. And this year I had it when I walked out at Wembley because the way the angle of the, 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 the tunnel it was like it just made it look so big and i'd never been in a stadium that big before you know what i mean so when you're there and you're just like wow this is you know wembley you've seen this on the telly and now liverpool are here in a final and then you're there with liverpool you know that's like stuff you dream of when you're a kid and i and i was that big and then you know, the way we win it like that league cup final was probably i have a I, you know, when you're saying about favourite games this season, I can't say, but the League Cup final is definitely in with that shout because I just remember like um, like the massive goal. Like, I went flying when that went, went in and the fact <laughs> that I got to Salah's was heartbreaking for me. But like, but then, you know, the, the penalty shoots out. And that's what I love. that Like, that 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 madness of like support and Liverpool, that's it for me. Is that your like, favourite game of the season? No. It's not, and and I know my favourite game of the season, and it's it's gonna sound so sad of me, but come on, it's Everton at Anfield. When that first goal went in, not sad. I nearly had a heart attack. I am convinced of it, but like it was just that good. But then, like games like you know the FA Cup semi final, I at the time you were saying that's like the best best Liverpool end you've been in. There's all like you know it was like, incredible. Yeah, that funny day. stories. You're seeing people like you know making up songs like the Jota song, the Jürgen song, all that. And then like, you know, one kiss when that came on, even like the League Cup final. You know, like, yeah, I say, but these ones were all people. They were going like, you know, they were telling you about like how back in the day when you, Liverpool just used to sing the charts. And then all of a sudden we're singing like, you know, the songs they're playing at Wembley after the FA Cup final. And, they, and they're getting like emotional about that because they're thinking, we've went back we went back to our purest form if you like you know what i mean in like the mid 60s which you know when you're here that and you're a part of that you just you just feel full of it you're just so happy to hear that sort of thing like you're you're probably living through one of the you you know i'll sit here in in 30 years or maybe not this seat but like i'll tell my my kids you know what i mean like maybe not this seat has killed me (laughs) Not in the exact seat, but I'll be here in 30 years. Well, he might be here and feel that contribute to one side. Oh, she, oh, she. But, like, you know, you could be sat there and, like, you know, you could be telling them about these stories. Like, I've heard, like, you know, I get told about my dad going to Rome in 2001 in Istanbul and Athens. And, like, now I'm sitting here and I'm talking about going to, like, you know, Wembley three times, Paris. And, like, 
you know, for all the troubles that went on in Paris, it was still one of the best days of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got caught up in probably some of the worst of it, but that doesn't change the fact that before the game, and well, earlier on in the day, I'd seen, I'd, I'd never been to France, and all of a sudden, you're seeing the Eiffel Tower, you're seeing the, the Arc de Triomphe and all these mad places, and you're there with your dads and your mates, and you're having the best time of your life, you know, you're having... You're having a bevy, you're singing about Liverpool, you, you, you know, you're just having a laugh. And, and I think that's what this season's been great for. It's brought the best out of Liverpool fans for just... Because I, I know a lot of lads who, who want to go the game and can't. And and, and, and and that's always annoying for me, but like, because you, you, you want to go the match with your mates yeah. at the end of the day, because you grew up with them. And they love Liverpool too, so... You enjoy being able to be part of it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and you know... When you're there, I, I say because you were in the like the, the stage of the fan park, weren't you? And, yeah, yeah. And so you, I don't know day. if you saw like the back where it was like a big roundabout. Yeah, and it's just being invaded by Liverpool fans. It was ridiculous. I've never seen so many Liverpool yeah. fans in one place. Like, and, and that day, you know, it was just random, and that's what I love. Like, I, I like that's why I lo- love like the cop. Like, you know, when you see like the flags, it's not it's not organised. Someone says. Yeah, I'll have that flag. You know what I mean? And he yeah. brought it. And that to me is what makes us great. And I think this year, I think that's, it's been at its best. I think that, you know, like if a week could sum up this year, it was, it was the, the semi final against City. Then it was uh, Man United at home. Then it was um, Everton. Because that to me was just the Bill fans at the best for about seven days. Amazing. I've got one question for you. How's it been being at tour? You've been here a year now. You're well, coming up to a year. Have you enjoyed yourself? I have enjoyed myself, yes. Yeah. That's definitely where most of them tickets came from. You can't really say no on air, can he? I know. Have either of you got a question for Tom? I was literally going to ask about how do you think the, the two weeks compare the so the City and then United and then Everton, particularly the fact that it was United 4-0 at home and then the... Watford 5-0, Atletico Madrid away game, I think it was, which was like a tight 3-2, and then uh, the United 5-0. Like, can you can you make comparisons between those two weeks? I, I forgot about the uh, the, the Atletico game. Oh, wait, that was horrible, that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I, that was what I'm saying. I think, well, no, I I, I know what you mean, though, because I think it's a... When I, what I'm saying about like fan culture, I think that's a really good week. What you've actually just pointed out because you, you th- people forget we there was a lot of songs this year that we've just added one-off games and for one-off weeks or, or fortnights. You say like you know Man United's at home, like we, I can't really say what we were singing to them. Not an offensive, like but we were singing about how bad they were. You'd haven't sang it all season. Probably haven't. It was a proper our school chant. You, you know, your dad would tell you about sort of thing. But like, <laughs> wasn't Salah scored ten in a row this year as well? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, that, well, that was the away game. I'm talking about the home game. That that's how bad yeah. they've been this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, you know, it, the away game. Yes, yeah, Salah scored ten in a row, and, and then you could even twist that into scousers all over the world, and then uh, Salah's fucking good and all that stuff. That that was banging all out, and then you know. Just all like videos like Liverpool fans in Madrid like knocking rounds on scooters and all that like like that's to me that's what it was all about like that's to me that basically Tom yeah. just wants everyone to have a good time I just want have carnage basically no we just, you don't, no carnage lack of carnage but good times yeah uh, Tom I think I think you could go on forever you're having a lovely time recalling it all aren't you oh no season of your life 
Yeah. So far? Yeah. So far. I'll go with so far. Well, we'll get you back on this time next year and hopefully we can we can top that. Uh, that's been lovely. It's been so nice to relive and recall the season with you all. It's been one hell of a ride, one hell of a journey. Journey hunters, not glory hunters. That's what we all are and that's what we're all in it for. And it's been one hell of a journey. Thank you, Jürgen Klopp. Thank you, every single one of you beautiful men on the pitch because we love you all a lot. And I feel a bit emotional today, but hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have had a couple of holidays. Well, not a couple, I've had one holiday and we'll all be feeling a bit calmer. But thank you all for going through that with me, Belinda, Tom and Grace. And thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next year with Mighty Reds. It's been real. And thank you, Harriet, for all your hard work this season. <laughs> oh, oh, don't. I'll end with a few tears. <laughs> BRB crying. <laughs>